Hey, I'm Andy Stoddard, lead pastor here at St. Matthew's United Methodist Church in Madison. I want to thank you for taking a few minutes to watch this sermon video from Worship Sunday. Uh, we hope that you are blessed by it. We'd love for you to worship with us here at St. Matthew's, either in person at 8.30 or 11 o'clock in the Sanctuary for Traditional Worship, or 11 o'clock in our Heart Hall uh, for our contemporary intersection service. Or you can join us online for any of those services as, as well. Thanks for watching this sermon video. We hope that you're blessed by it. Have a great day. If you would stand in body and or spirit as you are able to do so for the reading of our gospel lesson this morning. This morning I'll be reading from John chapter 13 verses 31 through 35. And when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. My brothers and sisters and beloved friends, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Would you bow with me for a moment? Most holy and gracious, loving and almighty God, your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our paths. And Lord, we pray today and always that you would help us by the power of your Holy Spirit to be doers of your word and not just hearers. Lord, that we may truly live lives worthy of the calling we have received in Christ Jesus. And we ask these things in his precious and holy name. Jesus, who lives and reigns with you, Almighty Father, creator of everything, and with God the Holy Spirit, one God, true God, now and forever. Amen. As I was preparing for this morning, I started going back down memory lane, and 35 years ago this month, I traveled to Ohio. I'd never been. I'd been other places on vacation, but I'd never been to Ohio. But I traveled there to meet Kevin's dad, George, who's now with the Lord, and his stepmom, Karen, who's also with the Lord. And you know what that means. When you go that far... To meet someone's parents, it's pretty serious. They, Kevin had met my mom and dad. Kevin and I met at USM, but I traveled to Ohio to meet the parents. We were serious about each other, and we knew that we wanted to spend the rest of our lives with each other. We were in love. We were finishing up our first year of graduate school at USM, and we were officially engaged in October of 1987. 
give you a little bit of reference on the time frame, we were second year grad students when Brett Favre was a freshman. So if you hadn't figured out how, about how old we are, yeah. Uh, second year grad students. But, so we were engaged in October of 1987 and married at Briarwood Drive Baptist Church. I almost said United Methodist because I've been United Methodist for a lot longer than I was Baptist. Briarwood Drive Baptist Church in Jackson on September the 3rd, 1988. And now since we were both a little bit older than traditional couples of that day, um, my poor grandmother, may God rest her soul, my big mama, all four foot ten, four foot eleven of her, just knew that I was doomed to be an old maid. She didn't quite live long enough to see me married, a mom and a grandmother, because I was 24. All right, now you mathematicians can start all that complex math in your head. I was 24 when I got married, and Kevin was 27, so we were a little older, we thought, and we're both Christians. And as we were planning that wedding with my mom, you southern moms and grandmothers know it's really the mother of the bride show. Mom did most of the planning. But as we were planning that, those wedding vows in that beautiful passage we all know and love from 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, that Reverend Lewis Smith read. All that seemed easy. Not a problem for us. We're Christians. We're a little bit older. You know, we're well-educated. Easy peasy, right? Well, and we're still married. Like any other couple, we've had our shares of ups and downs. Obviously. Why? We're both sinners. Imagine that. Yes, Pastors are sinners. I told every church, if you want a perfect pastor, one that's not a sinner, you really need to, to go back to the bishop. But guess what? We're all sinners. Kevin and I are sinners. We're both flawed. We're imperfect people. Marriage isn't easy. Loving each other isn't easy. It exists really to make us holy, not just to make us happy. Now, we'll say we've had more than our share of happy times. Kevin and I have been very blessed. God has been with us, and even in the darkest times, God has never left us. You probably remember Andy saying that marriage exists to um, help us along with that sanctifying process, sanctification. And for clergy spouses, yes, they have the toughest job. Yeah, Kevin and I were kind of naive, but thanks be to God for God's love, God's sanctifying grace, and both of us are a little on the stubborn side, so we have stuck it out, but God is good. You know, the word love gets tossed around in the English language a lot. We don't do a really good job of differentiating like Greek, and I won't, we won't have a Greek lesson this morning because you'd really be asleep, but we use that word a lot. You know, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I confess to you that I don't always love Jesus as much as I should. You know, we say in our communion liturgy, we confess, oh God, we haven't loved you with our whole hearts and we haven't loved our neighbor as, our, as we should. I love Jesus. I love Kevin. Kevin loves me. There's some days when I know I get on his last nerve and him being off the road this past week, I know he is ready to 
get back in the friendly, or maybe not even so friendly skies, but like, i got to get away from her. He loves me. I love him. I love my children. I wasn't sure that I loved them when they were teenagers. <laughs> but I said, I'll birth them. I've got to take care of them. I will love them, even when it's difficult. And I love my grandchildren. Now, if you really want to stay here a long time today, I'll just start telling you about them and I'm sure other grandparents will. I love my grandchildren. I love my friends. I love my church. I love my coworkers. Some of you, are, uh, and a lot of you are getting to know me. My coworkers are getting to know me. Uh, know that I also, there's some things that I really love. I love flowers. I love McAllister's tea. I really love McAllister's tea. That is probably my drink of choice. And I love ice cream. Hot weather, cold weather, sunny weather, rainy weather. 20 degrees, I love ice cream. So the English language doesn't do a real good job of differentiating. We tend to overuse the word love. Well, today's lesson consists of Jesus' words to his disciples after he'd washed their feet. And remember, those were not feet that had seen pedicures a day spa, even a really good bath. They walked on dirty roads. But Jesus washed their feet. Jesus humbled himself. Jesus had prepared and fed them the Last Supper. Jesus was getting ready to leave them. He knew what was going to happen. He was preparing them if you've ever gotten ready to go on a trip or you're leaving somebody and you're saying, this is what I really want you to know. This is, I'm going to break it down to you. This is really, really important. You've got to remember this. this and this chunk of scripture is in a larger part known as Jesus' farewell discourse. Jesus is telling them. He's getting them ready. Hey, I'm not going to be with you much longer. This is really important. This is a must know. He said, a new command I'm giving you. Love one another. Love one another even as I have loved you. Well, the first part, love one another, wasn't exactly new. The, the disciples probably knew about that because it's referenced in Leviticus 19.18. But the key and what was new and revolutionary then and today is the command to love each other as I have loved you. This kind of love was, is, and always will be radical, revolutionary, transformational. And obviously, this kind of love involves more than just warm and fuzzy feelings. You know, just thinking about my grandchildren, I get warm, fuzzy feelings, and, you know, just, gosh, I... I can't wait to hug them and, and some of the good times Kevin and I've had and, or my friends and my family. And there are some people, honestly, that are just easy to love. I'm sure you know some of those folks. They're just, they're just nice, good folks. I had an aunt like this. Uh, my sweet Aunt Louise lived in Belzona. Somebody said one day, Miss Louise, you 
wouldn't even say anything bad about, about the devil himself. And she says, well, I don't reckon as I've ever known him. And she was just one of those sweet, humble, generous people. If you didn't love Aunt Louise, you really needed to know Jesus. My college roommate, and I won't call her name because she, she would be embarrassed, uh, but she's like that too. She, just some people are so nice. It's easy to love them. And it's easy also to love people who look like us, who think like we do, who believe like we do, who act like we do. And it's also easy to love people who are nice to us. But Jesus said to love each other. And that means everybody. Or in Southern, all y'all. Everybody. And this kind of love isn't easy. But this is the kind of love that defines us as true, authentic disciples of Jesus Christ. There is a beautiful song in the celebration hymnal, They'll Know We're Christians. Oh, by our doctrine. No. Yeah, by the stickers on our car or oh, the, those nice cross. No. By our love, by our behavior. I loved Kate's children's message. How are people going to know we're Christians, what we're supposed to do as disciples of Christ? We don't wear special hats or, you know, and I get out of this robe as quickly as possible, especially on hot days. They'll know we're Jesus' disciples by how we love each other, how we treat each other. And not just those folks like my sweet Aineys and you folks here who are nice to me, but by the way we treat the other, people who are mean to us, people who would hurt us, people that, I'll be honest, we might be afraid of. This is that agape kind of love. I know you've heard that term before, that unconditional love that has nothing to do about the other person. It has everything to do about the love of Christ inside us. And this kind of love is a choice. Because this kind of love says, yes, I know God created that human being, that person, in God's image, just like God created me in God's image. Dorothy Day, who was a journalist and then went on to found the Catholic Reporter, said this, I really only love God as much as I love the person I love the least. Now read that again. I really only love God as much as I love the person I love the least. Ouch. I thought about that. And when I thought about that more, I said, ooh, she's walking heavy. She's meddling. But I only love God. If I love some person the least, that is the measure of my love for God. The writer, First John, asked the question, well, how can you love God? And you haven't even seen God. Yet you hate someone you have seen. How can we say we love God? We haven't seen God face to face. We know who God is, but how can we hate 
another human being. So yes, this includes loving everyone, treating everyone with the love of Christ, treating them, serving them as Christ served them. Those who are different, even those who don't treat us well. Remember, we said not too long ago and during Holy Week, Jesus washed the feet of Judas as well. He served him. And Jesus knew about Peter, that he was going to deny him, served him. He also knew that he would repent. It means treating others well. Even when we disagree with someone, we can disagree without being disagreeable. We can treat them with love and respect. And this involves remembering the humanity of others. That person is frail, human, just like me, put, or as we used to say, puts their britches on one leg at a time, just like I do. You know, they're human beings, just like me. And forgiving them. Not excusing behavior or the pain it's caused, but forgiving as Christ forgave us. Choosing to say, that person doesn't owe me that debt. I'm choosing to set that aside. Boy, that's hard. That's hard. Confess to you, when I saw this passage, that I was preaching this passage, like, oh, that's easy. And it does look easy when we read it. But when we've had a rough day, when we get up on the wrong side of the bed, we have a bad hair day, maybe literally and figuratively, we don't feel good. And someone, there's that one person, you've heard the expression, you've got one nerve left and somebody else has got on it. And then somebody cuts you off in traffic or, and that in-law, outlaw or whoever. But Jesus said, they'll know you're my disciples. By your love, how you treat them. It involves humility and a willingness to serve each other. And most of the time that's fun, but even on the days when it's inconvenient and it's tough. Well, to do all of this, you gotta form relationships. The Christian faith is incarnational. COVID, and I can't, you know, we can't blame everything on COVID, but COVID really has taken a toll on us. It's made being in relationship more difficult. Um, And yes, being in relationship with people who are different. To love each other, we have to get to know each other, know what each other's quirks are, personalities, even people who are different. Sometimes we fear what we don't know. The people, that person, like, I don't know about that one. You know, like my parents thinking, I don't know about this, this Yankee boy our daughter has brought home. And then hearing my mom say, well, you know what? You could have searched all over the world, and you couldn't have found anybody better suited for you. And mama was not an easy sell. But getting to know somebody... The writer First John also says perfect love, and we know God is perfect love, cast out all fear. To love others too 
to break it really down, we have to remember, as we sang earlier, Jesus loves me. Don't you love getting to sing that song as grown-ups in church? I mean, that's the first song we all learn. But when Tim and I were planning worship, I said, oh, goody, we get to, we get to sing Jesus loves me. That's great. In all three verses. So do you know that Jesus loves you? I mean, do you really, really know Jesus loves you? One of my favorite verses is from Romans. While we were sinners, helpless, enemies of God, Christ died for us. And that is proof God loves us, that Jesus humbled himself and died for a bunch of sinners. That's proof. So do you really really know that Jesus loves you. I remember uh, after my dad died, my sister-in-law used to go, he was telling my niece, um, trying to explain, she was a, not quite three, no, she, yeah, she was two, trying to explain to her what had happened, what was going on, and you know, that uh, Buddy had gone to heaven, he was living with Jesus, and that's what happens, you know, after we die, when we get older, or we're sick, really sick, and then we die, Uh, Because Jesus loves us. And she stopped for just a second, looked at her mom, and she says, This I know. Like, well, duh. Of course Jesus loves me. Do you have that assurance that Jesus does love you? And you can say with the confidence of a child, This I know. Because when you really experience that, you can show that love to others. Even that person, that in-law, that outlaw, that person that gets on your last nerve. Because that's the good news. That kind of love. Not the ooey-gooey, oh, I love ice cream. I really love my grandkids because they're so sweet. But that kind of love that was obedient even unto death on a cross, that washed the feet of sinners, that loves you and me. I pray for you as it is for me that that is the best news ever, the good news. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.